<laughs> What's poppin'? It's your boy, Geraldo, coming back at you for episode two of Edge Game. And uh, it seems our first episode went kind of well. Um, good enough. You know, I, I did the hour, I came, and, and that was it. So here I am again, and uh, it's only downhill from here. This week, based on some suggestions from viewers, um, from one total viewer from last week, I've decided to try to keep a very loose topic because uh, last week I just kind of rambled about uh, sex stories and, and me being anti-vax. And uh, there wasn't really much of a transition, I think, between those two topics. I think I just... Perhaps they're associated in some way. Perhaps I'll sexualize vaccines soon enough in a future video. But uh, for now, I think I'm going to try to focus a little bit. Um, as you can see, I have this giant zit on my cheek. No, I did not try to pop it. That's just how they turn up. And uh, it's really triggering my angst, really triggering some uh, middle school memories. Um, and so this week, I wanted to talk about middle school. And yeah, it does look like it just falls in my dimple, right? <laughs> if I just smile the whole time, who cares? It just makes it look extra fucking deep. It's dimple makeup. Um, but yeah, in middle school, I had some crazy... I had some crazy acne. Um, seemingly, I didn't have any, I don't have any like scarring that bad, but at that time it was like, you know, it's it was a boner kill for everyone. Um, and to kind of deal with it, I, <laughs> for some reason, I used to put, well, I used to put a bunch of creams on it. I used a bunch of like all the shit they were selling at the time. Uh, my mom used to even buy me like the the sets of like the three step like whatever for your acne. I don't think it was that bad, but I was just so self conscious about it in seventh grade, and um, so I would cake on all sorts of creams on it, I'd just put it right on, and just let it like get crusty. And I would go to school like that, <laughs> and then there was a, a point where my mom my mom doesn't really wear makeup. Um, cause she's, you know, a natural beauty, <laughs> but, uh, she did one time buy like this set and, uh, she just kind of tucked it away and every once in a while I would sneak a little bit of her like foundation on before school. And I would like put that on over top of like the vanishing cream or whatever I'd put on my zits. It's just disgusting. I mean, I didn't know anything about makeup or concealer or whatever at the time. I didn't have any other women in the house to uh, to help me out. <laughs> and um, it was bad because my mom is uh, darker. My mom was darker than me at the time, and uh, she, she still is. I haven't caught up with her yet. Um. <laughs> I haven't transitioned fully yet. 
And one time, I think by the time I got to ninth grade, I was still, I was do, I was wearing it pretty like often to the point, I think maybe like almost every day. Um, and someone finally called me out on it in, in class because, uh, well, if it wasn't a giveaway, I, sometimes when I'd wear white sh- fucking shirts, I'd get that ring because I didn't know how to like, <laughs> I didn't know anything about makeup, dude. I don't think many people do in that, at that time in your life. You're just figuring it out, but uh, girls or guys. And they call me out because it. I guess the way it blended from my face to my neck was very obvious. It was very much more orange up here. And uh, after that, I stopped completely. I was like, I don't think, I don't think I can deal with that. I don't think I can deal with that happening. Um, people noticing that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point uh yeah it was it was the acne and you know i had all i had the peach fuzz mustache that my mom would never let me shave i had the mustache since i was born i was born with this pretty thick um and so i would just rock it my mom always told me like if i shaved it uh i was gonna you know, it was gonna grow thicker, and then I would I wouldn't be her baby boy anymore. Sorry, I forgot I'm supposed to be jerking off. Fuck. <laughs> These aren't sexy yet. Had that had the buzz cut, had a buzz cut, which I rocked from like again from like birth through like middle school, and my mom used to cut my hair for me. You know, she didn't like line me up any cr- anything crazy. You know, she wasn't giving me the tight fade or nothing. You know, it wasn't the barber shop, that barber shop, not not the other one, the specialty one. Um, but she would cut it for me, and it didn't look bad. You know, but it got to a point where you know I was really picky about my hair. And she wasn't willing to cut it more than like every like like once a month or like every couple of weeks or something. And so, one day before school, I took it upon myself um, to to trim myself up a little bit, get some of those stray hairs out. And so I had the clippers, and I was buzzing away. And I went to change the guard. I took the guard off of the clippers and. I forgot to put another guard on top and I went and I fucking shaved like a giant like rectangle like right in the front of my head and it wasn't even like it was like it wasn't even like centered or anything it was just just kind of like off a little off center to the left um and I was fucking running late for school. And I was like, um, I, I guess I got to fucking go. <laughs> so instead of fucking shaving the rest of my head, I just like put my hood up and got on the bus like that. Just like that with like a fucking block shaved out of like my, my head. And I was like, all right, it's fine. Like I'm just going to I can just wear my hood all day. Like it'll be fine. No one will notice. Got to homeroom and uh, about to do the Pledge of Allegiance. And 
you know, my homeroom teacher looks at me and gives me the nod with the, you know, hood off, please, gives me the little gesture. And at this point, everyone in the class is looking at me in my, my, my gifted nerd class of like 12 people because I was autistic. Um, I was very gifted. I'm still autistic. And so I'd have 12 autists looking at me and I take the hood down and I do not look around because I just focus on the flag because I know if I made eye contact with anyone at that point, I would have, uh, I probably would have cried. <laughs> and that's why I don't say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. That was the, the last time I said the pledge. <laughs> and the, I think the cringier part of that story is that instead of just telling people that I did it, that I shaved my head. I made up this story that I like went to a barber shop with my mom and that my mom had gotten to like some sort of fight or disagreement with the the barber and uh, the barber like shaved my head, fucked up my hair out of spite. He fucked my shit up because my mom pissed him off. Like that was some bullshit story that I was telling people because I just could not. I cannot deal with the reality. Um, yeah, yeah, and it, it didn't catch on. That, that what that didn't become a trendy thing to do. Unfortunately, I wasn't a trendsetter with that, and so I went home and um, and then my mom shaved the rest of my head for me. <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, I guess that's not so bad. A lot of these stories probably aren't going to be that bad. I don't think. Perhaps they're hashtag relatable in some way, just in a general, like, why would you do that at that age? But you're fucked up. You're fucked up. You're horny. Um, after the buzz cut, that's, you know, that's when I learned to, uh, and that's when I started faux hawking my hair. I think after that happened, I grew out my hair more. And that's when I started peaking. That's when I was reaching my peak when I started faux hawking up until like, until like ninth grade. Um, you know, faux hawk, skinny jeans, got my braces off. Uh, you know, skinny jeans were popping, dude. Like, ain't gonna tie me down. New boys teach me how to jerk. Motherfucking Lil Wayne was rocking skinny jeans, trying to skateboard. That was back, yeah, back when everyone was trying to pose, like, as a skater. That was really, I mean, people still do now, but it's like a different kind of brand of skating. Back then it was like... People rocking like Osiris's and shit and like like sky tops. <laughs> uh, I couldn't find my I Heart Boobies bracelet. I was looking for some kind of like Live Strong bracelet, but I don't have one anymore. So this what I'm wearing right now is my as best as I can represent myself um, in middle school. Um, <laughs> I used to rock like the motherfucking like Tony Hawk tees. That was when, like, yeah, skating was really, like, hyper-commercialized at that point in 2008 for context. And I remember it was, like, a Tony Hawk shirt. And, uh, it, you know, the look was to have, like, this long undershirt underneath. But it was just one – the shirts I had were just one shirt. It would just be, like – it was, like, like, the sleeve was sewn on only from here to, like, here. Um, so it was – I don't know. It's just just a weird style. I I wore the Airwalks from fucking Payless. I think those still exist. They're just knockoff skate shoes. 
I'm forgetting to jerk off. Fuck. I'm not, I'm not horny this week. I'm losing it. <laughs> None of these. I don't know how I'm going to keep a boner talking about any of this. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely, I definitely want to come though. I want to come. I've like resisted all week. I've, I've saved up for this show. And I think I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to save it for Sunday. Sunday will be my day of, of rest and coom. Um, actually, even after last week's episode, I came like immediately after I recorded. I recorded, I came, and then I wanted to jerk off like again because I had, you know, saved up. And I was worried I was going to have to like, I wanted to save up again for the following week. So anyway, here I am. I definitely want to come. But it may take a little while. It may take a little longer this time. So sit back and relax. <laughs> Buckle in. Um, all right, let's talk about... So jerking off. I jerked off in school. I think most people, if, if they didn't, they at least strongly considered jerking off, trying to bust a nut in school. And probably, you know probably in the bathroom. I probably busted some nuts like in like the bathroom stalls at some point, like a normal person. I don't know if people did anything in like locker rooms, or, like in the showers. I didn't I didn't fuck around with the showers in middle school, but yeah, I definitely I I'm yeah, I definitely busted nuts in the bathroom. And uh but this one day, this one day I was in health class which is really just your PE, your fat PE teacher showing you penises and vaginas. And I remember <laughs> they had it was dark in the room because my fat PE teacher was uh, had the overhead projector on. And at that time it wasn't they didn't have like the cool ones that were, you know, this was like the old school one that was just like a giant lamp, a giant bulb and then like a giant fan because it would like overheat if not so the the very audible fan it was a fucking machine and you just had the lam laminate like papers on it and so they would just have he was just drawing dicks on a skeleton or something i don't know it didn't matter but what i figured was like okay it's dark and it's kind of loud there's some background noise like maybe i can like get off in class and i was I was on the side of the room. I was like kind of in the corner. No one was sitting behind me. I was like, this is perfect. Like this is the ideal situation to jerk off in class. And you may be wondering how, how can you possibly get away with that? And it, no, I did not just, I didn't just whip it out. I didn't just whip it out. I was very methodical, you know, I'm very calculated because I'm gifted. I was gifted in middle school. All right. That's why I got away with it. Okay. And so what I was wearing at the time, I used to rock a lot of, if I wasn't skate wearing skate shirts, I would wear uh, like short sleeve, like button down, like plaid shirts. I feel like those were kind of popping at the time, like a Jason Mraz style or like a nice married Mennonite man perhaps <laughs> would wear uh, for Easter Sunday. Uh, I'd wear that, but open. And so I, I kind of used like that half like that half of the shirt open that's kind of like a, a screen between me and the person sitting to the right of me right and I don't remember if I like 
it was through the zipper or like it was just like just the cock was out or just the balls, maybe just uh, or if I like I'm thinking probably I think I just like unzipped and then I had my cock through like the hole in like my underwear. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So like I had it like through, but then I'd also have it. <laughs> you can look at my tennis. It's not ready for you. Yeah, kind of like that. I probably did one of these. Or or I just reached through and like that way when I came, because I know I came in my underwear. So I like jerked off in class and came in my underwear. And there was, you know, I got away. I, I, I busted. I don't know how quickly, but I was, I probably just gave myself a little, little tug job. Maybe I just flicked my frenulum for like, Five minutes, and that's all I, I, you know, I don't think it took much to make me come at that time. It was probably very easy. Um, and, you know, I, it's not that I, I <laughs> and the funny thing is, is uh, I ended up being like pretty good friends with the person sitting next to me, um, to the, like, the direct right of me, this girl, shout out Lauren. Um, and I never told her, I never told Lauren. I never told Lauren the story, even though we, we became friends. And it's not that I necessarily, like, I didn't jerk off to her, but she was, like, definitely in, involved in, in the process of, of the, you know, the masturbatory process. She definitely didn't, like, take away from the experience. Um, but, you know, I kind of jerked off to her without her consent. Weird. What can I say? <laughs> Hope Lauren's good these days. Hope you're watching. <laughs> and I, it's every day I am, uh, I am thankful. I am very thankful that I did not get caught because li literally just like the next school year, there's a guy and I'm just going to dox him because I don't really care uh, for the sake of the joke. His name was Jared St. John. And Jared got caught jerking off in class. They were watching in a history class, I think is what it was, because they were watching a movie or video about like Mayans. And Jared really really liked this video supposedly that's what I heard and uh, you think you know you would think watching watching a movie in class would be a good time because it's also dark and like whatever there's distraction but he picked the wrong movie you know you can't like kids are not zoned into the Mayan history video. They're definitely like looking around or talking to their friends or like texting under 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 the desk. And so like if you look over and you just see Jared St. John fucking jerking it. And I know Jared Jared wasn't gifted. Jared wasn't autistic. So he didn't have the the self-awareness that I had to, you know, I think properly uh veil himself from from the public eye and I wonder if he came. I wonder if he like came and like that's how he got caught because he was audible. But anyway, I never I never learned the details. But 
the point is he got caught and he basically got bullied out of school. Um, he, no, he didn't kill himself, but maybe I would have. Holy shit. But he got bullied and, and he transferred, I think, like within like a couple months. It was like the end of the school year or whatever. And he, he transferred out. And they called, well, because they called him Jared St. Jizz. They called Jared St. John, Jared St. Jizz. And it was funny. And it was so funny. But deep down inside my heart, I knew I could have been Jared St. Jizz. That could have been me. I don't know what my funny name would have been. But... I could have been I could have been jizz. I could have had a jizz pun for real. And I could have I could have been dead. <laughs> it would have ruined my whole career. Um although I did also like to think about like if we both if we both got caught jerking off at that school and somehow we like bonded over this ex mutual experience of having been caught and been bullied for jerking off in class and we become like best friends. It sounds kind of gay, but like I think that's that's the only way we would have survived together. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, maybe it would have maybe it would have been cool, you know. Maybe like more kids would have came out and been like, "Yeah, I maybe it's not as uncommon as we think." But I've told people this story, and like I've only thought to tell people this story after like starting my porn career after I decided to just like put my penis out into the world because I don't know. I just thought I was going to take that story to the grave in retrospect. It's not that bad, but I wish I had more people to relate to about that. So if you're listening right now and you've ever jerked off in class, you've ever at least thought about jerking off, but just, just knew you couldn't get away with it. Just, just reach out to me because I need a, I need to relate. I need some hashtag relatable moments. Um, and no, no, jerking off in Zoom class doesn't count for you fucking Zoomers or anyone who's still like in school and is of age, obviously. Uh, Zoom jerk offs do not count. They're still hot, don't get me wrong, but obviously much easier to pull off. I feel like almost lower stakes too. Like I think getting caught jerking off in Zoom is like, it's kind of funnier. I wish it was funnier. I wish like in middle school, like it would have been more of like a challenge, you know, like classroom come challenge. See if you can get, you can bust a nut while the, you know, during a test, that'd be so funny. But I, my friends weren't cool like that. I don't think my friends weren't really, uh, we were fucking nerds. <laughs> we didn't challenge each other like that. Um, I was a fucking nerd and I sat at a gift, the gifted table, and at that time, like, they would split up homerooms uh, between, like, three lunches. And so usually, like, uh, your, your, like, lunch period, everyone else's tables would be, like, full because their classrooms were, like, popping off. I don't know what, how they – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about the details. But the point is, is everyone else had these really long tables full of kids from their homerooms. And because our class was so small – they just gave our own class like its own huge long table split between three lunches. And so there was only ever 
like six or seven kids at this giant lunch table and we sat in like the corner of the cafeteria and we were the fucking nerd table. It was retarded. It was retarded the way they set that up. They really like cast us out and you know, and my crush was in that, in that class too. And we, we sat at that table and it was like, it would be like two, 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 two sitting across from each other. And I was always the seventh, like sitting on the outside, always like leaning in to the conversation. And then I sat on the side where like it was the rest of the empty chairs. So I just kind of sat on this far outside seat again, not the worst, but it was, it was a rough time. That was a rough time. Um, I was gifted and uh, I was in math counts. This is this is the swag I got from from doing competitive mathematics in seventh grade, which is like the dumbest, <laughs> like the dumbest competition. Like who could do math better? I did that and fucking challenge 24 where you're like, it's the card that and you're supposed to, and it gives you four numbers and you're supposed to tell Tell the judge how uh, how you're supposed to multiply and divide these numbers to get to 24. It was really gay. It was really gay, but I was like, this is the only thing I'm like mildly good at. But I wasn't. I wasn't really that gifted. I don't know what I was gifted at. I don't know what they saw in me. I think they just thought they thought I was gifted because I cried a lot in elementary school, and they just thought like, well, he's obviously sensitive. <laughs> he is very emotionally gifted. I was just autistic. Uh, they they couldn't identify it. And anyway, being gifted was fine because uh, I got to go on cool field trips that all you fucking retards didn't go to. I don't know why they do it like that. I don't know why I got to go like to cool shit and like the rest of y'all just didn't get like enrichment, at least not to my degree. Sucks to be you. Anyway, look at where it got me now. <laughs> look where the gifted kid ended up now. Um, should I be stripping? What, how, what time? What are we at in time? Half an hour? What the fuck? All right. Shit. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not even hard. All right. Let me get the, let me get the cargoes off. Let me get the... Let me get the camo shorts off. Other part of the style that I forgot to mention is the uh, this belt. This is literally a belt from, I think, middle school. And I've, I've like kept it for some reason. But I used to have like a shit ton of these and they would have like the frayed. I'm sure they're still in st like style. I still see dudes like rocking these, but like at the beach, they're like older dudes usually. They're like crusty, like 40 year olds dudes that like wear cargo camo shorts or whatever and, and these. Um, and that's why I feel like, I don't know, if you have this rocking while you're trying to jerk off, it's pretty loud. So you always got to have to like hold it or you get to tuck it, tuck it away. Just a pro tip. If you decide to wear belts like this and jerk off in public. <laughs> um, hmm. Jerk offs. Uh, I think I only started like masturbating to porn, I think in middle school. Or like, I think maybe end of sixth grade. And that's because I went, so before I would just jerk off to pictures. 
because it was like shitty internet. I don't know. I, I forget when we transitioned from dial-up to like DSL, but even then the DSL sucked and like a lot of networks and like servers still sucked. And so it took forever to like buffer videos until, till I went to Boy Scout camp and Tim, our, our leader, 16-year-old troop whatever leader, told me about myfreepaysites.com, which was like the best porn site ever. I know y'all talk about Pornhub and X videos still being like the ultimate, whatever, maybe not, but my free pay sites predates the tube sites. Uh, and I think it's still superior to all the tube sites. I think it was technically illegal, this site, but it was very easily accessible and the major like plus benefit is that their server was like tight and so you could actually like watch video straight through with like minimal buffering maybe a little but and it was like at that time I was watching I would watch whatever I could not to whatever I would watch fucking like it was high quality like studio porn and it was like full DVD length like featured films uh it was awesome and 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 it didn't get caught by my mom's uh, uh, porn filter, adult content filter, <laughs> which she put on very quickly. I think early, early into getting the family computer, she now has a little perv. <laughs> but yeah, my free pay site was popping off. I didn't have have to print pictures off the internet. I have to print off hentai pictures to jerk off to in the bathroom. None of that. <laughs> I would jerk off to fucking like JC Penny ads, like the bra ads. Uh, my dad, my stepdad had. Uh, <laughs> I was digging in the basement. My stepdad had like biker babe mags, and they weren't like strictly porn. It was definitely like for like biker bros but also one of them who were very straight and it was just like usually like busty broads with motorcycles in the middle like a couple pictures of just titties and uh he had like years years worth of uh of issues from this magazine and i would like steal a couple at a time until I was done with them, I, was, I would rent out like three or four, sneak them from the basement. I was too, I was too afraid that he would actually notice uh, missing from his giant collection. And I would hide them in like my, I had like a little plastic like organizer for my video games, for my, like my PlayStation N64 shit. And I would like tuck it underneath one of the shelves. I would tuck the magazines under there. And those pages were, they were crusty because I would just nut in them. I didn't give a fuck. I was I, like, I thought I was being sneaky, but now I like distinctly remember like nutting in them and just shutting the fucking magazine and just like talking about like it's disgusting. So that's probably why I just rented them out and returned them after I was done. <sighs> after I done with the rag. Um, yeah, but that was early. That was before I had, had my free pay sites. Yeah. Um, and I would jerk off to music videos. I would jerk off to like hot music videos. And this one was later because I'd been trying to think about the the year this came out. But Super Bass, like Nicki, Minaj, Nicki Minaj's Super Bass music video came out in like 2009. And so I always remember like nutting to that early on. But for some reason, like even though I had porn 
at my fingertips, I was still really inclined to like when Nicki Minaj Super Bass video came on MTV, like in the morning before school, like I would, I would try to come within like the three minutes. I would just like go and I would just fucking go at it and just fucking Nicki fucking splashing around in my fucking Pepto-Bismol. Like I love that video. Do you go watch it right now? I mean, I'll put it on now to get my, get my dick extra hard. <laughs> I love Nikki, by the way. That's why I put I put Nikki out here. I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't buy this, but I told a friend that I used to jerk off to Nikki, and then they bought me this for I think my birthday. And uh, I haven't jerked to this yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right here. <laughs> uh, this episode is sponsored by Pair of Thieves. It's the underwear I'm wearing. This episode is also sponsored by. Smile Direct Club for braces and Invisalign or whatever. And uh, this episode is also sponsored by Shibari Lube because I'm never going to run out of this fucking bottle. Um, so please hit me up. I'm pretty sure it's just a generic like Chinese company, but, you know, fucking hit me up, dude. <laughs> And this uh, is also sponsored by fucking Blue Chew. Um, gets your dick hard. What's the other one? Hims is Hims a an ED medication? Hims or uh, Roman? Roman's the other one. <clears throat> and just to be clear, I, I have I have subscribed to penis pills to dick pills once. Actually, twice. I've tried two of them. Um, and that was like pre, like early pandemic. I was just like kind of bored. And um, and I wanted to see how easy it was to get like an ED prescription. And it really is just a matter of like just saying, yeah, you have problems with your dick. Fill out a quick Google form. <laughs> and yeah, and it shows up. And I paid like $5. Anyway, this isn't really an ad for it, but I know I'm kind of selling it. I don't have any male listeners right now, but if you want your clit to be engorged, uh, check out Blue Chew. All right. I think that's all for my sponsors. So I remember like, so when I had to like buffer the porn, if I had like specific porn that I wanted to watch that wasn't on my free pay sites... I would have to, before school, load up probably like three videos, and then I would also load up like a couple episodes of like Naruto, like three three Naruto and three just porn. Perhaps some real people, and perhaps one like hentai video. I was I was kind of into that. I was exploring. I, I it was new to me. It was very fresh. I was like, I'll watch anything. I want to jerk off to anything. Um. You know, and then I'd uh, let it buffer all day while I was at school. And usually, I think at the time, my mom and dad both worked during the day. So I was like, okay, they're not going to check the computer. And then I had like half an hour once I got home before my mom or dad would come home. So I had half an hour to to to, to at least watch the porn. But, uh, you know, if I had a little extra time, maybe I'd watch the porn, come, watch some Naruto, come again. Then I go back to the porn, maybe I'll alternate. I could, yeah, because I, I definitely, I definitely looked up like Naruto, like hentai, for sure. Read some fanfic. I was into, uh, 
I think like even in like elementary school, I feel like I read like Teen Titans fanfic, like unironically. Just, just I mean, I wasn't ironic back then, but I definitely read like Starfire X Beast Boy at least like once. At least I, I remember it. I remember it. I'm gonna look it up actually after this. <laughs> okay. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. I'm going to time it exactly for the hour. Whew. Oh, wait, no, because, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, my mom did catch me jerking off one time, one time only, as far as I'm aware. And it was one of those things where I'm not even, like, entirely sure of what happened, it was, it happened so quickly that I don't know if she even knew. I, I can only assume she knew like what I was doing, but the story is stupid because, okay, basically I was jerking off in my room and my desk and the computer were like right next to like the door to my bedroom. Like if I'm like facing you, like the door was like right there, right there to my right or left, depending if this video is flipped for you. Um, and so I didn't have like a lot of time to like cover up. I'm pretty sure I just went like, you know, I did one of these and I covered, I covered up like this, just the balls and dick. And the reason, the only reason this is funny, the only reason my mom came in, just busted into my room was because she wanted to show me this picture of me as a child um, on the toilet. And I'm literally like holding my cock and balls like the way I was and I had my hand up like this, like, like what? Like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know, something, it was a cute picture. It's a cute picture, but it also looks like it was like me getting caught jerking off in this picture and she was showing it to me while I'm jerking off. It was, it, it fucked me up. It really fucked me up at that time because I didn't know if I, it like, I was like, did she get the picture to like expose me while I'm jerking off or did she just, it just, just so happened to want to show me this picture while it, it, yeah. So I think about that moment a lot and we never discussed it. She just, she like what she came in and she was already laughing when she came in, she came in laughing like hysterically and she laughs like, <laughs> like, like kind of like a hyena and she like claps her hands and stuff when she like laughs a lot. <laughs> Like that. And so she came in like that and just kind of threw the picture on my desk, like in front of me. She just put it there and I looked at it. And I was like, I don't think I said anything. I was just like looking at her like, are you going to leave? And, and then she left just as quick as she came. She just like, she just threw it on, laughed and then like shut the door. And we never discussed it. But <laughs> every time I would like, I think after that, every time I'd break out or like my, you know, I'd get like a big zit or something on my face, she'd be like, oh, like too much uh, jackal jackal, <laughs> which I guess is how you, uh, I guess I, I found out was actually like Filipino slang for, for jerking off. And I just, I just thought she was just saying like jackal. Like I was like, what, like what? I knew what she meant, but. I had to look this up and apparently it's a common Filipino, like they're, they're, they're perverts out there. 
So she'd be like, too much Jekyll Jekyll Anak. <laughs> Mortifying. Uh, yeah, and I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure I still came. I'm sure I, I still came after that, after she came in. Um, my mom is really funny about... Filipinos are really funny about sex in general. They're so like... They're really crude about it. They like really like slapstick, like dick. They're really big on like easy dick jokes, um, you know, pussy jokes. I think that's why she married my dad or she, why she fucked my dad is because he's, he's got the corny, uh, he's got the corny jokes for a white dude. He really knows his, uh, his dick jokes. <clears throat> that's how I came to be. Um, sorry about that. My mom, uh, she never really cared like what I watched and one, sometimes she would like sit and like watch like adult like kind of thing, like reruns of like movies that I probably shouldn't have been watching at that time. She would like sit and watch them with me and use them as kind of like a, as like a segue to talk about like the bigger themes, like the adult themes in like a safe way, you know, like if I had questions, like I could like ask her like, this one specifically was, uh, we watched American Pie together one time. Um, and, you know, it's not exactly like uh, a very accurate representation of like the, the teen sex experience by any means. Of course, it's, uh, it's American Pie. Um, but I remember distinctly her being like, so Anak, if you have any questions about, you know, this movie, just, you know, it's okay. You can, we can talk about it. Um, and it was, we were watching on TV, so it was like in between commercials we would like, I, I don't remember what we discussed, but I just know we would talk about like sex things. So basically what I'm saying is she used American Pie as a segue to, to have a sex talk. Um, and no, I haven't fucked a pie yet, but I've considered it. But my mom didn't know about that. I, I think my mom was like kind of not... My mom's not from the States. She only moved here in like her 20s, I think, in her late 20s. And so not that it's entirely different in the Philippines, but I don't think she still had a good handle of like, I think her idea of American teen life and, and how teen how Americans view sex was from movies. And I think she was trying to also learn about <laughs> like by watching American Pie and, and raunchy teen coms and rom-coms. Um, so I don't remember how those conversations ended up, but I think usually it was like, you know, don't have a baby, don't have sex until you're like married and don't have sex till you're, or at least until you graduate college, no girlfriend until you graduate college, um, which, you know, is so weird. I don't know. Like, when do you, when do you get to stop saying that? <laughs> when, when do you get to stop like making like these, uh ultimatums these deadlines for your for your children and she used to say like if I was a doctor she would get me like a fucking any car I wanted and like I thought about that for a long time I was like huh like even until like middle school I was like yeah like I want a fucking like Ferrari dude <laughs> and never took her up on the offer but I'm a nurse instead and got me a Honda Accord so it's kind of a consolation um, <laughs> fuck, what was I gonna, <sighs> I 
lost it. <sighs> it's getting to that point. It's getting to that point where it's a little bit hard again. <sighs> uh, middle school. Middle school cringe. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Uh which had uh, long-lasting effects. These other stories have been relatively inconsequential for, like, me as a developing youth. But I feel like a very... <sighs> a very significant event in my life was when I started smoking weed. Um, and I was friends with this guy. Let's call him Brendan. Hi, Brendan. I was friends with him before, like, we, he started smoking weed before we even, like, were interested in it. Hashtag. This is the weed chat for my stoners out there. I know you've been waiting. Um, but, you know, we used to just play, like, Xbox at his house. You know, we, we were all, like, Xbox friends. And uh, he invited me to, for, like, a sleepover with a couple other guys. And uh, there was no mention of weed. There was no mention of like that. I I knew what it was. I think at that time, uh, Pineapple Express maybe was just coming out, or you know, I don't know. But either way, I was I was interested. I was curious, and I remember like it was like one in the morning, and we hit uh, a Gatorade bottle. We hit this fucking Gatorade bottle. I hit it like ten times, and like felt nothing, and uh, went to sleep. And we got, he woke he woke us up. My friend Brendan woke us up, and at like four in the morning, it's like wake and bake. And then we I hit it like ten more times. I was just like whatever, just something to do. And I since then I've never had such crazy spins. And I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing anything else that night. It was just just straight plastic, <laughs> plastic and weed from the Gatorade bottle and uh, I sat in this like papasan chair this foldable papasan in the middle of her, his basement and that night we had eaten a bunch of uh, little caesars and we had slushies from fucking like sheets um, which is if you're not familiar is a is a gas station uh, like food made to order type of place in in rural Pennsylvania and other parts of the northeast uh, shout out sheets also sponsored by Sheets. Um, so we had a bunch of that shit lying around. And I remember being so fucking full. I just kept chugging this like melted slushy. And then I had to throw up. I got and I got the spins really bad. And I was trying to reach over to get this fucking uh, Little Caesars pizza box open to like throw up in because I couldn't get up to throw up somewhere else, I guess. And I couldn't even get the fucking box open in time and I was just throwing up on top of the pizza box and it was like sliding off onto the, the fucking carpet it was a carpeted basement it was a finished carpeted basement and the, I was like apologizing mid vomit like I'm so sorry Brendan um, I don't know if y'all like vomit play but something I'm looking to explore in the future and yeah, so I threw up and I just like passed out like that. <laughs> I just went back to sleep. 
And the next morning I was still like zooted. I had to like ride my bike home. And I was like, oh, Brandon, let me clean this up. I'm going to like try to, like, he's just like, don't worry about me. I got it. I was like, wow, Brandon, you're, you're so, that's cool. That's very cool of you. Like, appreciate that, man. Cleaning up my fucking vomit. Like, that's a real friend. Right? Go home. Sometimes, somehow my mom doesn't, you know, smell the weed on me. My mom has one of those. She has one of those noses. Um, but she did not smell the weed when I came home. She did not smell it when she washed my clothes, apparently. And I just went to bed. And after that, it appeared that... So Brendan, after that, ended up being the weed guy. He ended up being our, like, drug guy for, like, our little town in Pennsylvania. And I had started my career with this vomit in, in this guy's basement. Uh, for a lot of people's drug, their drug supply, their plug. Um, and the next time I went to his house, uh, which was probably like weeks or months later, after I guess he started like having people over regularly to like smoke and like hang out and I guess he was dealing a little bit at that point. And he had fucking trashed, like the basement was trashed. And the house, okay, I, I didn't preface this correctly, but the house was already kind of like a, it was the kind of a trap house as it was because it's kind of doxing him here, but his mom wasn't really like that involved and like he had a lot of issues going on, um, like, like holes punched like in the wall and like indoors and shit and like a rented like townhouse. Um, and so there was just shit like they basically used the basement to just like smash shit. And I like remember going down there and I was like, I can still see like the dried, I can see where the vomit was. And like they had not cleaned it. It was just, it was just a dried spot there now. And when I last went there, like the basement was like pretty okay. I don't know. It was like just kind of like a shitty basement. And so in my mind, I was like, I'm kind of responsible for like him turning this into just like a fucking like war zone of a, of a house because now it's it was tainted by my vomit. Anyway, at least that's how I always saw it. So at least that's how I, how I felt about it. And they had like smashed like televisions. Like they would just like take baseball bats to like TVs and shit in the basement. Just glass and like it was a den. It turned into a den. Uh, yeah, I remember we hookahed down there too after that. There was a time where we like we hung out down there just to, to smoke or something. We were smoking like weird shit down there. Um, who smoked like K2, like spice, <laughs> she's retarded. She's so dumb, but you know, it's the, it's the best time to do it is in middle school. I, like if you smoke any like weed alternatives, uh, not alternatives, but, um, you know, fake, fake weed. If you smoke fake weed after middle school, then it's too late for you. You're done. Uh, yeah, but he ended up being, like, the plug, and th that story got carried on for, like, throughout high school, and I ended up being, like, a stoner, but, like, I had that that reputation as a, a guy that would throw up when he smoked, which I never did again after that, but <laughs> when people would ask, why don't we go in the basement, I think, I think my name would come up. <laughs> Uh, I guess that wasn't that bad. 
none of these are that bad. Look at where I am now. You know, I recovered. Uh, really, the struggles were in high school. Uh, that's when I went crazy. That's when I had the reputation as that uh, I wouldn't have been the guy that jerked off in class. I would have transitioned to the kid that you don't know what happened to, like later in high school. Uh, I was that kid that people were like, did he die? Like they were genuinely like unsure if I was still alive. Um, aside from my very like active Facebook presence, they'd be like, huh, he seems not okay. <laughs> um, cause I ended up like dropping out and, and, and going to the hospitals and shit. But that's, that's another episode. We're going to save that for, um, we're going to save that for the behavioral health, mental health episode sponsored by better health. Um, which will be very therapeutic for me, I'm sure, to process some old trauma while I try to jerk off, try to sexualize my trauma. I think that's the only way to overcome it. Huh. I wonder if there's anything to that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Hold on. I think there's already been a lot of research on that. <laughs> it's a different kind of trauma. It's not, my trauma isn't sexual in nature, so I can sexualize it. But I know a lot of y'all out there got your own sexual trauma, so there's no need to re-sexualize it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe recapture the sexual energy of those experiences. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to explore it. I'm not going to pull a Handsome Ben. I'm not doing taboo role play. Shout out Handsome Ben if you're watching. Hit me up. I want to collab. I let you jerk off together. I, I don't care. Let's 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 fuck. Um, hit me up. <laughs> Unironically, if any of y'all listen to or watch or follow Handsome Ben, hit him up for me. Fucking harass him. Uh, I'm I'm down. I'm trying to I'm trying to bust with Ben. <sighs> Let me see if I talked about anything, uh, everything I wanted to. It doesn't really matter because uh, you just guys you just want me to come, right? You just want me to come and then you can move on with your life and you can go back to work. I want to name this episode Jared St. Jizz. The last, uh, last story, which I want people to relate to and I want you to comment is, uh, who is the most notorious, like young no, okay. Who are the who is the couple that had sex early, like in your school, and like for some reason everyone knew about it? For me, it was uh, again. I'm gonna dox because I I don't care. Uh, a guy named Greg Jones the third, and he went by the third. You had to say the third, and he went by his full name. Like you called him Greg Jones the third. That black kid, um, he was super cool. He, he definitely deserved like that air of superiority that he had because he, he played a, a kid in, um, he played in a Boost Mobile commercial. He played a young fat Joe. He played a young fat Joe in a Boost Mobile commercial. And also he was like an extra in like Spider-Man 2. So really fucking cool for a middle schooler in my opinion. But he ended up being like the, uh, the man he, he, cause he fucked some chick in like the middle, like the bathrooms during a dance or something. 
and I think about him a lot. I think about where Greg Jones the third is uh, these days. So if you're out there, hit me up. If anyone's out there, hit me up. Hit me up. <sighs> yeah, but somehow I, I but but I bring that up because uh people thought I had sex in middle school. Like when I started dating um, my high school sweetheart in like ninth grade or 10th grade, she like thought I had had sex. She like genuinely asked me, she's like, yeah, like people have been saying that, like that you had sex like, like in like eighth grade. And I was like, no, no, that's weird. I'm not that fucking, I'm not that weird. I'm not that kid. Um, which to me was weird. I'm not saying if you, if you had sex that early, whatever, but the kids in my school that were having sex that early were, were fucking weird. They were like, you know, they were like the emo kids holding each other at like the bus stop, you know, with like their hoods up and like their giant Osiris sky tops and skinny jeans and, uh, my chemical romance, like hoodies and just like holding each other, like, and like, like fingering each other, like in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Those were the those were the weird kids. Those were the sexually active kids. Them and like the band, the band kids, which is a given. And I was a band kid, but didn't get me pussy because I wasn't good. I wasn't good at the trombone. <laughs> I didn't. I never learned how to play it. I just sat there and pretended to fucking play for two years. <sighs> um. <laughs> Oh, okay. Last one. Last one. Last story. Because it's still middle school. It, this is how I ended my middle school career. was the summer of between 8th and ninth grade. And let me preface this. This is not my cousin I'm talking about. Just want just to put that out there. Just keep that in mind. Okay. So, there's this girl who I met at my cousin's wedding this girl was the bride's half sister so no blood relation but in law i guess some kind of cousin by some definition okay fine anyway she's like two years older than me um and that summer i was feeling pretty confident you know because i finished middle school Something my acne was clearing up a little bit. It was the very early, like, start of my transition to my peak. And uh, anyway, basically, I met her at the wedding before that, like, years before that. And she, like, liked me. We danced. And then I saw her again at another family event for, I think it was, like, my cousin's son's first birthday. And she was staying over the house. And I was also staying over. This was in New York. My mom would drive me up to New York. For family stuff and I remember we were vibing we were vibing and uh somehow we ended up like alone in this room well not alone but we were sleeping in a room full of other like kids okay this this is not a good story to tell when I'm gonna come but anyway so just just remember that I'm also like 12 okay I'm 12 at this time so it's fine um and she was actually, like, older than me. She was, I think, no, I guess I would have been 14. 
like 13, 14. It doesn't matter. I was 13 and she was like 15, I think. So older women, older women, high school girls hitting on me alone. And uh, we ended up making out. We ended up sleeping next to each other, like surrounded by other like kids sleeping, which was weird, which was weird. But she made the first move, started making out. It was my first kiss ever. And I had braces on. I had a kiss with braces. I don't know if she was into that. And I was like, wow, this is my first kiss. Like, that's so cool. And then uh, and then she pushed my head down, like under like the blanket, and had me suck her titties. And you know, I'm not gonna say no, but I was just like, okay, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting to get kiss and titty sucking in the same day. I that like I hadn't practiced the titty suck. I definitely practiced the kissing on all sorts of things on my hand and on fruit and on the whatever a pillow but i had not even considered like the implications of a titty suck of a nipple suck so that threw me for a loop um and then we stopped we kind of stopped there which was kind of funny we didn't we didn't do hand stuff really i mean i felt her up i think we felt each other up but uh i think i remember i went to like finger her and she's like no and i was like okay uh, and then she went to like, after she stopped me, she went and reached for my cock. And I think I was like, kind of self-conscious at that point about my penis size. No one had seen my penis. So I was like, I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> so it turned down a, what could have been a great over the pants hand job. Who knows? But, uh, so it's, it's funny that the only thing that happened in my first kiss experience was the kiss and, uh, and a titty suck. <laughs> maybe it's not that funny but to me it's it's great it's great because then we because i saw her again after that and we never had sex we never nothing ever happened again between us but uh i think there was this like you know it basically so the next morning uh we woke up next to each other and i guess pe like people had peeked in the room and saw us sleeping next to each other and we're like oh like Gabriel and whatever I can't dox her but you know they they kissy kissy huggy huggy last night and on the drive home that morning I remember uh feeling like and I was in a daze my mom's like oh you got you see the booby you see the booby anak <laughs> like like horrifyingly embarrassing but after that my whole family was like you know trying to always hook me up with this this girl um because she would show up at family events um kind of weird but that was that summer. That summer, uh, best I ever had by Drake had dropped. That was that was the summer that Drake was like really he's popping off that song and uh, successful. Um, but I remember listening, like driving home and listening to best I ever had. It's literally the only kiss I'd ever had. And so when I hear that song, that's my that's my first kiss song. <laughs> She's out there somewhere. I think she married a marine. Is what I heard. I think she married and divorced a marine already. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that was my first kiss. And okay. So the point was that they were trying to hook us up. So when, when like in the future, when I would go to New York and my mom would tell like my cousins or my aunts and uncles or whatever, they would like tell this girl, let's call her, let's call her Maricel because that's not her real name. And they would tell Maricel and like, you know, she would be there. She would like be at the house when I got there. And, and, but like, there wouldn't be like an event. It would just be like, she was just like casually there to hang out, but they wouldn't say like, she came to see me, but I kind of discovered that that's what they were doing. 
And uh, yeah, yeah, I just remember like we were both staying over awkwardly and like we were texting each other. I was staying like in the second or the second floor and she was staying in like the basement or something. But like we were both like left to our own devices. It felt kind of weirdly really like we're set up like we were like a nice like Amish like we were Amish youth trying to be like goaded into fucking at like 15 or whatever they do in their culture that's just what I hear I'm not Amish but grew up around the Amish um but yeah there's just the crazy sexual tension and uh never got to never smashed I'm gonna hit her up I'm gonna hit her up I'm moving to New York I think she's still there I'm gonna hit her up she'll be in the video Stay tuned. One year from now, gonna hit her up. <laughs> from first kiss and titty sucking, maybe that's all we'll do. Maybe I just want to relive that and dry hump. I just want to go back to dry humping again. Uh, I'll save that for another episode, but perhaps the high school episode was all dry humping for me. <laughs> um, just pretend I'm not jerking off to the like my middle school memories because I don't know how else to make this uh, less adult. I'm jerking off to Nicki Minaj. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm jerking off to my Nicki Minaj candle. <sighs> Sorry this episode went so long, but thanks for tuning in. Uh definitely hit me up if you have any suggestions requests any questions hit me up on discord hit me up on my only fans i don't know if i'm ever going to make this an only fans exclusive because why would you pay for this uh but i'm surprised every day by what people pay for um so yeah hit me up instagram snapchat geraldo rivera 2024 Rivera on Snapchat, on MySpace, on FetLife. I just learned about FetLife. I didn't know. I mean, I'm sure I always knew something like that existed, but just didn't know what the name was. Hit me up on FetLife. Hit me up on Neopets. Um, that's it. That's my socials. I'm going to come now. Thanks. <laughs> come on this what's up hater shirt my favorite shirt of all time for posers and posers only I was a fucking skater boy yeah oh yeah you like my braces <laughs> thanks I have elastics too. Maybe you can try to take them off with your tongue. What do you think? Oh, you like my Naruto wristband? Yeah. I got it from Hot Topic. Yeah, I go there a lot. I just hate all the posers that hang out there, you know? They're so gay. They're so gay and retarded. And it's okay to say these things still in 
because it's 2008. <sighs> what else came out? <laughs> yeah, I love Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie, dude. Boats and Hoes. Uh, yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw The Hangover, paging Dr. Faggot, it's okay to say faggot, it's 2008, or 2009, I don't know when that movie came out, but it's that era, that era you could say faggot, for sure. God, I'm getting off to the thought of saying faggot, casually, oh, Oh, you're my good little faggot, aren't you? <laughs> Why don't you come over and we can smoke a, a very small bowl? Because that's all I can afford. Why don't you come over and make out with me in the stairwell? <sighs> la, 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 la. You get caught by my earth science teacher. La, 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 la. <sighs> Uh, I also promised I would drink a bottle of pee uh, on this show, but I I dumped the pee because it wasn't fresh anymore. And I, you know me, I only drink fresh pee. <sighs> Fuck. Sorry, I'm playing too much. I don't know if I'm going to get to come for you. <laughs> I may just uh, splice it. I might just cut out all this extra and just, uh, as soon as I talk about, <laughs> I'm imagining what would be the funniest point to just like cut it out and then just show me immediately like coming. And I think it would be the part where I talk about sleeping surrounded by children. I think that would be the perfect sound bite to reveal me as a pedophile. If you were trying to do that, if you wanted to, if you wanted to cancel me hypothetically, that's how I would do it. Um, but that's just me. That's just me. Really, this whole podcast is just me providing evidence for my future cancellation. If I ever gain any mild amount of success, if I make any step towards, you know, a career out of jerking off or in comedy or perhaps even my nursing career. This is uh, entirely incriminating. This, this episode probably single-handedly. <laughs> oh, Nikki. Oh, Nikki. If only you knew how many times I came to you. I saw Nicki Minaj's nipple in person once. It's pretty cool. I saw her live and uh, it popped out. I think it was on purpose, you know, publicity. It wasn't made in America. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really uh, deep in the pit. I was like fourth row or th third row maybe back. I got to see her big old areolas. It's very hot. Very hot. And I think she flashed him more than once. That's how I was like, okay, this is definitely like intentional. You don't let your nipple slip like more than once, I think, at a time in a day. 
I don't know, ladies, let me know. Let me know if you let your nip slip that often. Because I do, but patriarchy. <sighs> she got big old pancakes, dude. You got to check them out. Diameter-wise, I probably would say, from my memory, like a small, like a saucer. I don't know what, like the average... I guess if I had to put it into like numbers, I don't know. I feel like maybe nine inches diameter. Is that huge? I like, you know, I mean, she has big eats. She got big titties, right? So for how much of her titty to be covered with areola, it's got to be a lot. I remember like it being like a significant like portion of her, of her breast was, but like, okay, like, let me, hold on. Let me get my measurements right. Like my cock, my cock is five inches at its peak. So if I think of her areola in terms of my cock, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure it was bigger. Pretty sure her, her nips were bigger. I'm going to look it up. Uh, I'm going to Google that later. If I had a producer, if I had someone else producing this, this is when uh, Jamie would pull up Nicki Minaj's nipple. Um, but I don't have that capability right now. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. The one request I had is that people wanted to see my feet a little bit. So here's here's some foot stuff for for that one guy. For the one guy that asked for feet stuff. Enjoy. I don't really have great feet, though. I don't know what makes nice feet, but I don't think I got it. Hey, people people request feet. Don't be don't be surprised. Um, <laughs> and what I discovered from camming actually is that feet guys are some of the most generous. They they tend to tip the most or mo are willing to spend the most. I would say. Maybe that's just unique to um, Streammate, which is where I, I learned about that. But that's the only place I've cammed uh, like consistently. But I think it was feet guys and you want me to show belly button? You fucking perv. You want me to fill it up, don't you? Yeah, you want me to fill that up? Um, wait, what is it? Uh, that's a super bad, super bad reference. He would like he would do the tuck. And then he would come in his belly button because he took his cock up, you know, into the waistband. I think that's 2008. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it would be feet guys and uh, P, P guys. P guys pay a lot. P, P, P guys are pay piggies for sure. Also, my biggest spender was uh, he wanted me to wear a condom and pee in it. And so I peed, I peed in a condom while it was on and it like inflated like a, like a fucking water balloon. And I had a lot to pee. I peed a lot. I filled it up. It was as big, if not bigger than, than Nicki Minaj's areolas. Probably bigger than her, maybe like a breast, like one breast size pee condom and then he just wanted me to uh hold it against my body 
he wanted me to like fe- like feel the warmth of it and like describe how warm it felt for like an hour <laughs> and then i and then he had me and then he asked me to to taste it know what you're thinking yes i did it you want to know how much i made i made $1,000 in one night from that guy. Crazy. So my lesson here being, if you're into pee stuff, if you find pee guys, if you find water sport guys on OnlyFans, on anything, capture that market. That's That's key. I think feet, it's a little bit, I think more people are comfortable showing their feet, but the P guys, whoa, for sure. <laughs> Hit them up. I don't know why I told you that. <laughs> That's what I needed to come. <sighs> All right, next time I'm just going to have you guys like send me nudes in the in the chat. In the future, definitely just load up the chat with nudes for me to jerk off to. And uh, and I'll let you know who I come to. <laughs> and I'll pick a winner. One lucky random winner uh, gets a random come tribute via Coomcast. I'm just imagining getting a over-the-pants hand job in jeans. Oh. Yeah, I'm feeling the zip around the head of my cock grinding. I'm getting a brush burn. Oh. That's a real story. I can tell you that another day. actually a short story but first time I dry humped it was in jeans and I got a brush burn on my cock because we did it for like I don't remember it was like too long like two hours probably and I had a cock had a scab on the underside of my cock and I still went home and like jerked off because I had like I didn't know what blue balls were until then, until that moment, but had to carefully jerk my cock with a fresh, like, wound. And it was probably one of the best nuts of my life. I still think about it. If only I could come that hard again. I'm working on it, though. When I come, I'm going to pop the zit. I'm going to pop the zit and uh, mix the cum and the, the jizz and the pus. 
and the lube all together. I'm going to slurp it up and you get to watch. You know something? I heart boobies. I don't know if you knew that about me, but that's why I wear this bracelet. Because I heart all boobies. Even ones with cancer. <laughs> Are you guys bored yet? <laughs> jerking off next to you in class. Just think about that. Mm, you can't see it, but I'm repping one out right under the shirt. I'm gonna bust in my underwear and then walk around with it all day. Wet cummy boxers. Yeah. I just ordered a new mic, so next week I'm going to have my cock mic'd up for you guys. Something to look forward to. Ah. <sighs> 
Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. I wanna come so fucking bad. I wanna come for you, baby. Oh my god. the belly button let me let me just scoop it up in there for you don't I have such a breedable belly button such a breedable umbilical you want a close-up That looks fucking disgusting. <laughs> Just imagine if I came out of my belly button. That'd be kind of cool, actually. All right, well, I've gone on long enough. You got a very, you got a long episode this week because I can't come, apparently. I struggled to come. It's the SSRIs. You know how that goes. This episode is sponsored by Prozac and Abilify and Risperdal. Check them out. Ask your doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lexapro. Lexapro is the big one. That's actually that was actually my favorite with the Lamictal dude. <sighs> I've never come. 
not so hard in my life. Shout out Risper Doll, retrograde ejaculation. Look it up. It's crazy. It's crazy. Saving it for the mental health episode. Okay. I'll check you guys next week. Hit me up. Handsome Ben. Shout out. Geraldo Rivera, 2024. Bye.